How do I do my taxes? What's a credit limit? Where can I find a doctor? When's the best time to move? Who can I ask about all this? And why wasn't I taught how to be an adult? Hi, I'm Kathy. And I'm Genevieve. And, and we're, we're just, just as lost as you are. Come along with us as we journey through the weird, confusing, and sometimes scary world of adulthood. Every week, we'll talk with experts and those who have been there, done that, to answer your questions and ours. And on this edutainment podcast, we'll finally learn how to be an adult. So come on. Enjoy the Society of Grown-Ups. Hello, grown-ups. I'm Genevieve. And I'm Kathy. And my province is (laughs) everything's a lakefront property past Vancouver. Uh, (laughs) If you've ever wanted to see the ocean. If you want your water levels to be... (laughs) <laughs> you it's know like not funny i shouldn't laugh it's awful but kathy's yeah. okay i'm okay yeah and everyone i know uh, over yeah. there is okay because mostly Thankfully. i know people in vancouver but anyways we hope you're doing well we hope you're staying dry and warm or cold if you're in a different hemisphere two percent of our listenerships in australia so i don't know if it's hot there right now it's pretty but- cool I mean, yeah. I think it's winter. Is it winter or summer in Australia right now? I don't know. Someone let us know. Is it? Mm-hmm. Um, well, the person we're with has been to Australia. So how about she tells us? Today for our grown-up chats, we are joined by Mary Margaret Nab, and she's been to Australia. So maybe you can answer our question. <laughs> I have been to Australia. Australia starts summer on December 1st. So they are it's just fall. finishing their spring season. Spring, rather. Spring, spring, spring. spring. Nice. And summer starts December 1st. Thanks for joining yeah. us. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Yes. Um, do you want to like tell people a little about yourself? Sure. I am turning 25 at the end of the month. So my 20s is coming. <laughs> um, so excited. Uh, I currently live in Toronto and I do like everything under the sun. I am currently working at the Harborment Center full-time as a production coordinator. I am an arts educator with a couple of different studios in the GTA, and I am also pursuing a master's of arts leadership. So that's like my whole life right now is doing these things. The fact that we nailed you down for a chat blew my mind. Insane. I love it. I'm so happy to be here. Well, we're glad to have you. We're glad to have you. Mary Margaret is, uh, you got to book her weeks out. She's like a new restaurant. You, you can't make reservations the (laughs) night of, you can't do it. No, you gotta, if you know that you want me, you gotta get on it. You're just going to have to wait and hope that you get in. Yeah. It's either that or my bed. And most of the time my bed is going to win. I'm not going to lie to you. So, you know, as it should. So we're here to talk about grown up things, which great so fun Woo, mid-20s <laughs> oh, midlife crisis um mid-life anyways crisis. <laughs> well no quarter life crisis what are saying? we're not there we're not mid-life? there yet no midlife quarter is life. 50 right yes okay we're not there yet um so mary what's one thing that you wish you'd been told uh or had been taught about adulthood or just being grown up in general the the two things one is like practical and one is maybe not so practical so the practical thing is is budgeting I was really lucky to grow up in a house where um I didn't have to worry about budgeting it was just like whatever extra money I made I got to spend on whatever I wanted um but that meant that then once I got to university I had a bit of a rude awakening (laughs) for how much things cost and like how to budget things out um so like financial health and fiscal responsibility is something that I wish had been I'd been taught more about growing up but then the other thing that's like maybe not as practical is like I wish someone had told me that no one knows what they're doing like you grow up with this myth that adults have it all together so then you feel terrible when you're like okay well 
I don't have it all together, but my parents do or whatever. And like, just the knowledge that nobody knows what they're doing and everybody is faking it, I think would have been really useful to young Mary, who was very anxious about entering adulthood. I feel like everyone is just, lo- especially now, like we're all the past lost. few years have been Oh crazy. my God. Yeah. We're so, all lost souls on the island of misfit toys. Yeah, I do. I like to tell my kids that sometimes when they're like, oh, but how do you do mm-hmm. this and this? And I'm like, well, no one knows what they're doing. There is no right path. You do what feels right. And then they're like upset because I didn't give them a path. And I'm like, no, I feel that I'd also be upset with that answer. But like, it's important to me that you know that I do not have it all together. You need to understand that. Totally. Absolutely. Sometimes I wish I kind of had my path just lined up in front of me because I hate surprises. Like I like to Mm. know exactly what's going to happen, when it's going to happen and how it's going to happen. But that you can't plan for things like that. But that's also like the fun of life, not knowing. Mm. It's also the anxiety of life, not knowing. Yes, it's kind of such a fun combination. (laughs) I always say, I'm like, I just want my uh, montage moment right now where I do all the work really quickly and then I get the end result and, you know, we have the the final part of the movie. So I'm waiting for my montage moment. I don't think it's coming, but um, I'm definitely waiting. What's like one thing that you've been judged for or you have felt pressure to do or to be as an adult? Oh, so many things. I, I work in the arts. So that was obviously a big one was like this decision to, to go into a career path that isn't as stable um, and do it in one of the most expensive cities in the world. Actually, I think Toronto might have might have topped the list of most expensive cities in North America. So like doing that, there is a lot of um, fear around that choice for me is what I'm going to say. Uh, and then the second half of it is like, turning 25 and having no plans to buy a house, um, living, still living with roommates. Like I don't live in my own apartment. And, um, I, I have felt a little bit of judgment, a little bit of pressure from people of like, why are you not living by yourself at this age? Why are you not saving up for a down payment on a house? And it's like trying to make people understand that just because my life is looking different than theirs is, doesn't mean that it's bad. And so I've been getting a lot of, um, a lot of heat for that one. I mean, who is even pressuring you to buy a house at this political financial climate people that bought a house at 25 yeah I will say like some of it is like my own pressure that I put myself because there are people that I went to high school with that are like engaged and buying houses and I'm like I I know same with roommates I'm the same way literally the same um fun fact Mary actually lives with BN Roman who are on our episode how do I have a wedding on a budget do you guys find that you face more pressure or judgment from people your own age or like people older than you about definitely adulthood. people older than me yeah Kathy what about you yeah I would say older mm-hmm. I just find it's a general public like I was getting my nails done a few weeks ago and the woman you know we were making small talk or whatever and she asked me how old I am and I told her and she was like oh do you have a boyfriend I was like yeah and she's like oh are you engaged and I said no I'm not and she asked why not? And I said, because I'm young. And she said, you can get married. And I basically told her, I don't want to get married until I'm at least 30 or 32. And that ended the conversation right then and there. People are, strangers are very nosy. Like I've had strangers ask me more questions about my personal life than my mom. (laughs) It's the worst because in high school, oh my God, for me, it was the worst. I didn't know where I was going. I graduated high school, not knowing where I was going to college. Also, if you don't go to college, people treat you like you grew up, you know, say hail Satan. Wild. 
it is wild, especially with the expense and how much money you can make not going to college and how much happiness you can have. But that's besides the point. You know, people ask when you're graduating high school, where are you going to college? When you're in college, what are you going to do when you graduate? When you have a job, when are you moving out? When you move out, when are you buying a house? When you have a boyfriend or a partner, when are you getting engaged? When you're engaged, when's the wedding? When you're married, when are you having kids? When you have a kid, when are you having another kid? It's like people never live in the moment. People are so consumed with what are you doing next? And I think that's such a detriment to all of us. I actually, it's funny that you bring that up because I had that, I had the realization in therapy a couple months ago. I was like, I have not stopped moving or thinking about the future. I think since I was 15. So that's 10 years where like literally impossible for me to live in the moment because I'm just constantly worrying about the next thing. And I feel like I'm wasting my twenties. I mean, I'm curious, what was the first time when you were like, I am an adult. Like, what was your first adult moment? Oh, this is a good one. There was like the initial move out and move to university because I went to university in a different city than I grew up in. Um, So like my very first night in Toronto being like, holy crap, I'm an adult. And I actually have a very vivid memory of Thanksgiving weekend of 2014 because that was my first year in my undergrad. And my best friend's dad, my best friend was living abroad. My best friend's dad came and took me and a couple of our other friends to see Wicked as he was, he was then taking me home for Thanksgiving with him. So my parents didn't have to come and pick me up. But as he was leaving Toronto, I was like, where are you going? And he's like, I'm taking you home. I was like, no, in order to go home, you have to go on this. And it was like the first time that I had thought of Toronto as my home. And that was like a, oh shit, I'm an adult. Like I live in a different city than my parents who live in a different city than my brother who live in a different city than my, like that was like a really big, oh my God moment for me. That's cute. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Where have you turned for help? Like with adult things, do you have any kind of resources that have really helped you? Any blogs or social media stuff, articles, like what, where, when you have questions, where does Mary Margaret go? Oh, this is such a good question. So many places. My therapist, she, she's amazing. I've had her for so long and she's great. And so like a lot of the emotional, really tough things where I'm like, I don't know how to handle this in an emotionally healthy way. I am lucky that I am able to afford to go and see a therapist. And so I talk about things with her, um, my friends and my family. Um, I have an older brother, which makes it really easy for me to be like, you had to do the really hard thing first. You tell me what I'm supposed to do here. Uh, and like my parents are really great resources, but in terms of, I like, I, cause I know not everybody has that family structure or has the resources to go to therapy or like has the group that they need to do that. So other resources that I love, uh, the financial diet, which actually I think Genevieve, I think you introduced me to amazing. I, it was exactly what I needed when I was starting to, to dive into like financial health. So, and it's a good so one. they answer like a lot of my questions about how to be a fiscally responsible adults. Um, there's an account called the holistic psychologist on Instagram. Yep. And I've seen society of grown-ups share from that one before. And that one is absolutely fantastic for learning about like emotional health and attachment and relationships and things like that. Um, and then honestly, like I love reading memoirs of anybody really, which seems like a very odd choice, but there's a lot of comfort in knowing that other people, especially people that you might look up to, um, are actually going through the same things that you're going through and reading about how they dealt with them. Even if it's not about like giving you advice, it's just like they got through this and I can get through this too. So I do really love memoirs for that. There's a really great one that's called Letters to My Sister. And I can't remember the author right now, but either Letters to My Sister, all the things I wish I could have told you. And it's by an author who tragically lost her sister. Uh, and 
it's all the things that she wishes she could talk to her sister about. And so it's like her figuring out life through these letters to her deceased sister. And that one was fantastic. We'll have all that in the episode notes, by the way. There's another podcast too. There's someone called Hillary Rushford. She is a former Broadway actor who now is like an entrepreneur. And she also has a podcast called You're Welcome. And that one is so much fun. It's great. And she covers like such a wide range of topics. And I, I find that she's a really good one for, um, like she makes a point of saying like, this might not apply to you and that's okay. This is how I did it. Which I think is some, sometimes also what we need to hear. Like you need to be able to trust your judgment as to like what is good advice for you and what isn't. So to have yeah. someone that's giving you advice actually say like, I know this might not apply to you is really interesting and really reassuring. So I also love that one. Because also everyone has different paths, right? Like we could have similar things in life, but we all have different ways of getting there, if that makes any sense. Exactly. I wish someone had told me that about adulthood. Don't compare your beginning to someone else's middle. Compare. It's kind of what we were talking about earlier with progress. As long as you are doing better or making more progress than your past self, that is all that counts. And I wish I had been told that because- Holy moly. Huge reason why like we started this podcast is because everyone I knew was in different places and no one felt good enough and no one felt like they were quote where they were supposed to be and everyone felt behind and I feel behind all the time. I have a friend who just bought a condo. You know who you are. And I was like, I had a moment where I kind of sat in the corner and just thought about my life and yeah. And everything you didn't have. And then you realized you're Great. a boss ass bitch and you got it all. I'm not there yet, but we're, we're, we're getting, <laughs> I'm still in the, oh man, everyone's doing cool shit and I'm here. Well, it's okay. Don't worry about it. We're working through it. <laughs> you got this. You got this. Um, if you're feeling sad. Just imagine me on your shoulder being like, oh, Genevieve. Aww. I have a lot of people on my shoulder going, go Genevieve. And two of you, both of you are two of them. So I appreciate it, Mary. So like, we're speaking of, uh, kind of overcoming shit and bad feelings. How did you overcome something that you really struggled with as you were growing up? Not like kid, you know, like childhood trauma. That's not what I mean. Or like childhood issues. I more mean what's something that about adulthood that you struggled with and like, how did you overcome it? Um, it's okay. This is actually a really timely question because I actually broke up with my boyfriend last week and, um, that like one of the things that like has been really difficult to wrap my mind around is the idea that like two people can be really great people and can care about each other a lot but that doesn't mean that they're right for each other and like you you can need different things and doesn't make either of you a bad person um which like seems so simple but especially growing up I I think I just had this vision of like you meet somebody and you fall in love with them and you get married and that's it so like this concept that like there can be absolutely nothing wrong with a person and they can still not be right for you is something that like I've, I've really struggled with. And this is where like, I am, I am very lucky to have a therapist because she's been able to like kind of guide me through a lot of these emotions. Um, and like I journal a lot and I have really solid girlfriends and really solid family that have called me and have kind of like coached me through it. But that's just been one of those things where like, it's again, one of those like, oh, holy crap, I'm an adult moments of like, oh my God, I'm emotionally healthy enough to realize that like this person isn't the right person for me right now. So that's been something that's been like a really interesting, weird thing that I didn't think I was, I didn't think it was going to be a problem. Like, I didn't think I was going to have an issue with that, but it's surprisingly difficult. I don't really have any advice for how to get through it yet. Cause I'm still going, going through it, but just like understanding why I made the choice that I did and like having people who can kind of be like, yeah, this reaction is totally normal. Or like, no, actually like maybe you need to take a step back and like 
evaluate where you're at right now has been really, really helpful for me. Thanks for sharing that with us. Yeah, sounds, thanks for sharing. sounds super difficult. You know, it happened just in time for Red Taylor's version. So yes, okay, did. yes, she's getting Literally. a lot of strength. Yep. It was just perfect. blast that ten minutes all too Taylor well. Taylor was waiting for you, you Genevieve. And she, what'd you say? I totally interrupted you, Genevieve. That's okay. I interrupt the world, so you're fine. Uh, only child syndrome. Uh, yeah, I think Taylor waited for you, Mary Margaret, and then when she realized you needed it, she kind of was like, "Bloop, go." This is the time. It was I'm all about me. I don't know if y'all realize that. It was not about. about it was not about Jake Gyllenhaal at all. Oh, yeah. Who even is Jake? Uh, you know no. those we J know names, him. man. I'm fucking telling you. Mm-hmm. Okay, J it's, names. If his name starts with a J and he doesn't run. shower, run. Doesn't shower. Who you didn't you, hear those he rumors? Jake doesn't. Jake Gyllenhaal doesn't shower. He doesn't believe in showering often. I thought that. Wait, wait. Okay, now we're gonna go on a whole other thing. I thought that the actor. <laughs> who was playing Jake did now it makes sense yeah to get into character I didn't that went over my head man there's nothing worse than a guy with a J name and smelly balls wow let's raise our standards (laughs) that's the episode title (laughs) boys with J names (laughs) please can that be the episode title I've I've dated too many guys with J names okay anyway (laughs) oh man (laughs) anyways um, okay, so as we're wrapping up on that lovely <laughs> note, Jesus, Mary, what advice would would you give our listeners about adulthood? Take a big breath. You're doing fine. Um, comparison is the thief of joy, which is not a me quote. I've stolen it from someone, but Ooh, really, I truly, love that. yeah, comparison is the thief of joy. Trust that you understand what's right for you, even if other people don't. And that was a really tough thing for me to learn. And I'm still learning it. You know yourself best. There are lots of people who love you and lots of people who care about you that want what's best for you, but you know yourself best. So trust your instincts, even if other people are maybe telling you not to. Okay. Now when I'm done, I'm going to have a little Mary Margaret on my shoulders being like, go Kathy. Yes. (laughs) We all need a Mary Margaret on our shoulders. Yes. go you you're killing it also what's the most adult thing you've done lately other than the break <laughs> other than ending a relationship um you know what yesterday I did three loads of laundry and I made my bed before it was bedtime so that's the most adult thing I've done that's go good. you that's yeah. solid go you, go you. you. Mary where can people find you if you want them to find you <laughs> So if if you want to see my attempt at aesthetic Instagram photos and a lot of pictures of my dog, you can find me on Instagram at Mary M. Anaz um, and uh, at Harborfront Center events for a little bit. I am taking a leave of absence, but I will be there for a little bit. So there's some fun stuff coming up there. So sometimes I'm lurking around the site if you want to see me in person. Just a thought. But also not for me specifically, but um, Teatro Catalina is a really wonderful nonprofit organization that offers theater arts education to people in um, Via Catalina near Chinandega in Nicaragua. And their website is teatrocatalina.com. And you can also find them on Instagram at Teatro Catalina. So uh, please check them out. You don't have to follow me and my dog, but definitely follow them. Well, thank you, Mary Margaret, for coming on. It was great chatting with you. Yeah, thanks for being a little ray of sunshine. 
Yes. Thanks for having me. This was fun. <laughs> this uh, was fun. It was. I love grown-up chats. Um, we hope <laughs> you like them too. This is a thing we're going to keep going all season and hopefully y'all enjoy it. If you want to be on grown-up chats, message us or email us. We are at Society of Grown-Ups Podcast on everything. And our email is Society of Grown-Ups Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, follow, subscribe, like our shit all that stuff. Uh, you've been listening to Society of Grownups. We hope you learned something. I'm Genevieve. And I'm Kathy. And we'll catch you next week. Bye.